Welcome to the Dear Mama podcast. I'm your host, Mama C, and this is all about the daily affairs of transitioning into motherhood. Good morning, dear mamas. I'm your host, Mama C, and I am coming to you after an hour and 20 minutes of sitting in a traffic jam. That's right. I have been, I'm in about 40 minutes late for work today, sitting in a traffic jam, and uh, I was like, hey, I can sit here and twiddle my thumbs and be angry, or I can give myself permission to create some change and record a podcast about it. So that's my topic. My topic today is about giving yourself permission to express yourself, not your milk, unless you choose to, um, or you can, um, because, you know, reality is that some women can't, and we forget that. Uh, we forget that privilege. Um, and, uh, and giving yourself permission to express yourself fully in your state, in your being, appropriately or inappropriately sometimes sometimes I express myself inappropriately and then I have to go fix it but you know what in the moment it's what I needed to do and really it's okay we have this idea that when we become mothers that we should be I think there's a perfection that comes with it or this need to have it done perfectly or to be perfect or to you know have all the answers Um, if you're anything like me it's true and it's not true there's something that comes with that. Um, there's a pressure that comes with that. And it might be because you need to you know, have control because you're sleep deprived, because you have a little human hanging off you, because there's a gazillion things that need to be done. And so you need to find control in a particular area. And as a result of needing to find that control in a particular area, it's about mastering everything, which is completely... Uh, the opposite of what it's really is because it's a learning experience. It's a, an experience unwinding, especially if it's your first. If you're second, you probably got some of it down packed, but the reality is, is that each human is completely different. So each one that you're going to bring into the world or adopt into the world as part of your family is going to be different from one another. And treating them all the same may, be, may work for you, um, putting the same parameters, but the reality is each person needs different things. And so just like you, in each state of your life, we'll need different things. And permission to experience, to express those things is really important. And by things, I don't just mean, you know, getting angry or being happy or it's really about being present to where you are in the moment and being able to experience that and permission to feel it. Um, You know, I guess from a personal standpoint, it's fascinating me. You know, yesterday I was, the last few days, just pretty much on fire with getting stuff done and and experiencing things and being honest with myself and giving myself permission and making a commitment to close certain chapters in my life about things that I experience because I was ready. I've done the healing work and it's like, okay, how long do I hang on to this space? How long do I want to transition it? What do I want differently? And yes, I coach myself all the time. It's very cost effective because <laughs> uh, I've been doing it for a long time. I've been coaching since uh, 2006, 2007. So uh, I, I've got a lot of it down packed. I often need somebody else externally because I have my own internal biases as always. But the key is, is that when I ask myself some pretty fundamental questions, permission to just be is uh is a trigger in itself for me and so yesterday uh i received yet another email 
that uh, literally had me in a wind. Uh, it was, uh, it painted me very poorly. And I get that it's not about me. Anytime somebody writes words about somebody else, it's not really about them. It's about the experience that person is having of them based on their own triggers. That includes myself. When I reply to certain things, I'm being mindful of what's mine, what is real, and what is um, what is just plain facts, right? And I think that you know, working with working with lawyers right now actually is is deeply helping this understanding of taking emotion out, but being present to my emotion. So this is the the thing for me is that I always believe that um, the way that I actually interpreted experiences from other people was that when I was emotional, I wasn't being rational. When I was um, emotionless, I was being a bitch. When I like. It was like one end of the spectrum to the other. But the reality is is that you can be present to facts without emotion and still acknowledge and give yourself permission to experience your emotion. You can be emotional and still be rational. You can be emotional and be irrational too. Like, come on, let's, we've all been there. Um, And we can jump back into our rational state. It's not a state of definite being, Right. And so, you know, when we talk about giving ourselves permission, when we talk about, you know, being in that state, it's allowing us to experience that. So I got this email. It threw me over the looper because I was unprepared for it. I should, you know, hindsight, I should have known patterns repeat themselves. That's the reason why we call them patterns. And so... But in my tired state, in my frustrated state, um, in my worn down state, like literally worn down, it got me by the goat. Like it literally threw me over the the edge. Well, not literally, but it did because I literally broke down in the car on the way over the bridge. Um... And I, I had to stop for a moment and just really be like, okay, I'm tired. I'm probably, um, I'm probably a little bit in a state of exhaustion, fatigue. Not quite there yet, but I'm tired. Um, and then I was like, hey, did I eat properly today? Yes, check. Did I have enough water today? Check. Did I drink too much coffee today? Check. <laughs> um, you know, okay, so maybe had a little bit too much coffee today. There, had two cups instead of one, which for me, as a sensitive person, that actually makes a difference. Okay. And then I started to go into other things that were, you know, impacting the way that I was experiencing things. And I'm crying. I'm, I'm full on crying, driving, the sun is shining in my face this beautiful day and I can't see the beautiful day because I'm so blinded by my own internal victim and pain as I go through this but I'm allowing myself to experience it and started to understand where it's coming from the possibilities of where it's coming from not pointing the finger at the email because the reality is is that email although triggering it's not the actual trigger the trigger has come from some other state some other experience that I've been carrying along with me and until I change that until I change that, that trigger will continually show up. Until I change my response, 
right? Our brain is, is powerful beyond measure. It's so powerful and will tell us all kinds of stories. And until we learn to take a little bit more control of our mind where we can by discipline, some self-discipline, and by giving us permission to feel and experience things in a certain light and in a certain way, that is really where we won't have change. And that is where change is possible when we can get to that place. So I'm rambling now, but the point of this is, is that I gave myself permission to create a change. In that permission, and I see this time and time again with the clients that I work with, in that permission to move through that, to experience it, to release it, not to hang on to it, to admit that I did not like it, that it was not comfortable, that it was not okay, that it's not aligned with who I really am. Okay, Even if you are uh, suffer from clinical depression, depression is not who you are. Depression is something that you experience. Underneath that depression is a beautiful whole human being that is full of happiness, of joy, of light, of circumstances and wiring prevent us from seeing that when we're in that state. Okay. So if you have clinical depression, if you have any type of mental health, emotional health issues, anxiety, chronic fatigue, whatever it is that you might have. We all have our things. That is not who you are. It's a label that you may have put on you or society may have put on you. But underneath that is this beautiful light human being who is a mother, who is a caregiver, who is, uh, you know, all of these incredible things. And when we can start to become aware of this, train our mind to look and see things differently. And there's lots of tools that you can to, to do that. The time and space in which that you feel that way will shorten. So I actually looked at the clock. And from the time that I started to experience that on the bridge, sunglasses on, crying, you know, not seeing this beautiful sunshine that was shining on my face, um, being angry, sad, frustrated, um, you know, going through um, PMS, I realized too. And it was just like it was everything all together, all in one little ball. And realize the impermanence of it. This is just this moment. I'm going to breathe through it. I'm going to experience it. I'm going to send compassion to myself, to others who may be experiencing these things and going through, okay, and just breathing through it, um, you know, through my work with Tara Brock's work and Matt Kahn's work and a number of other spiritual uh, leaders in the world. And I'm just being compassionate and kind in that building. I'm self-caring throughout this whole process. So I'm self-caring um, as I'm doing this, uh, doing this is self-caring, I should say. Um, the time was like, I don't know, five minutes or whatever it was. And within that time I get a phone call and that phone call was like a saving grace. It was a Holy Mary. Um, cause I was like, okay, universe, here I am building this pictures. I'm done with this phase. I want to close this chapter. I acknowledge where I'm at. I know why this is here. I am breathing into it, sending myself more love, being more connected and compassionate with my state of being in the present moment. Given all of the experiences that I'm having right now, 
the combined, the ball of wax that kind of, you know, is. And this, uh, Karen calls me, and Karen is a uh, quite a highly intuitive woman. And she's like, I just felt like I needed to call you from our last message. What's up? And uh, so we had this conversation, and she's like, girl. She's like, I've had six people, including myself, in the last week or so that has this all this stuff just coming at them. And it's really about loving yourself and really upping and care for yourself more than you've ever cared for yourself in your entire life. Really just like throw it all in there. Make a list of everything that you can do. For you. And it was just like on and on and on. And she went there. And then we had this beautiful conversation. I'm crying. I'm like, I'm fed up. And then I don't know why I'm here. I'm PMSing. And, you know, uh, yes, I have these moments uh, like everybody else. And, uh, and she says, yeah, just like and everything that I had walked myself through, she reaffirmed to me almost to a T and then added some really juicy bits that I really needed to hear. So the moral of that or the piece for that for me is that when we love ourselves, when we connect to ourselves, when we give ourselves permission to feel, to experience, to heal, to change, to step into our best self, to love ourselves more, to show ourselves more compassion, to really breathe in these incredible possibilities, even though it's yucky and gross and hard and sleep deprivation, and there's a little human that needs you, that's snotty, that's teething, that's, you know, had a bad day at school, that you know, just constant and, and, and maybe you have a partner or not a partner and, and they have their own issues or not having them there is another issue or fighting with them is an issue or just all the stuff going on. When you really love yourself through this process, through these experiences, through these emotions, when you give yourself permission to do that, to pause, to be there for yourself other people, places, and things will absolutely show up to be there for you. Period. But until you fully are there for yourselves, like really love yourself, really be in that space, really give yourself permission to be there, to connect to your wants and needs and all of those things really do that. Um, nobody else will fully be there. And if they do, you're not going to accept it, appreciate it, or acknowledge it in the way that that needs. And it's going to break down that relationship. And it's going to, there's a number of things that will happen. Okay. It's funny because years ago I had some women in my life that I, you know, I used to refer to them as the princesses. They literally would demand not necessarily in a mean way, but they would demand to have their needs met. <clears throat> so they were like, no, I'm taking the day off and I'm going to go self-care or I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And no, you're going to, this is how I need you to be with me. And if you really want, you know, to make my birthday meaningful, this is what you would do for me. And, um, this is, you know, and they were loving people. They were very generous people, but they were really clear. And I used to call them the princesses. And they always had an abundance around them. And as I talk about this topic, as I you know, dive into this space, as I you know, go there, the reason why they had all that is because they had such a really great self-care. And so they said, well, I'm worth this. 
I'm worth this space and I'm going to, I'm going to love myself more. I'm going to just, I'm just going to be in this place. And the more that I love myself and really clear with what I need and I want, people will step up or they'll move away. They'll respond accordingly. But they're clear of what they're creating. And so as a result, people are clear with what they're providing. So they were princesses in that they were quite magical. They knew their worth. They know their worth. And as a result of knowing their worth and what they need and caring for themselves and compassionate, they are then generous and the reciprocal energy continues to move forward. And so, you know, give yourself permission to be a princess. Give yourself permission to have a tantrum. Give yourself permission to wave your magic wand and make make something happen that may feel not realistic. Give yourself permission to stay in bed for a day or to drink, you know, your to buy the most the best coffee and have the best you know, coffee, even if you, if you can't do it in a coffee shop because you can't afford it, buy a bag of beans, have your stash, do something that really, you know, a lavish bath or, um, you know, being your pajamas all day or whatever, whatever it is, give yourself permission to be in that space, to cry, to scream into a pillow, to yell at a mirror as if you were yelling at somebody else and then be loving and kind to yourself in return. After you've let it out, give yourself permission to be that princess in a way that's most meaningful to you, that allow you to step into your best self so that you can bring your best self into everything that you do. And with that, dear mamas, Have a wonderful day and listen soon.